The Boost Podcast is sponsored in part by Reveal Wealth. Let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you on your financial journey. From individual financial planning, family financial planning, business planning, insurance planning, and more, Reveal Wealth's holistic approach gives you the freedom to take control of your financial security. No matter your age or stage in life, the professionals at Reveal Wealth are ready to assist. Contact them now for a free initial consultation. Go to WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. Take control of your financial security by allowing Reveal Wealth to serve you. WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. And tell them you heard about them on the Boost Podcast. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now... Here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm Kelly Leonard. Since 2014, Nicole Stanfield has owned her own business and worked to improve herself through personal development. After personally experiencing burnout, she now helps successful entrepreneurs who struggle to take time away from their business to create a sustainable work-life balance. In our conversation, we chat about optimizing relationships. Let's dig in. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Boost Podcast. Hey, Kelly. I'm so excited to be here. And we are excited to have you. So for the folks who are listening in and hearing your name for the very first time, tell us a little bit about you and the work that you do. So I've been an entrepreneur since 2014, and I actually started with a marketing business, an online marketing, and did that. And then in 2018, I started my coaching business on top of that, right? As entrepreneurs, we normally have more than one business going at the same time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And what also happened in 2018, I didn't realize, um, but about June 2018, I burned out and I, I like really hard burnout to the point where I had to walk away from my largest client. I probably lost like $20,000 from my marketing business. And I, I was in a point where I was like, what do I do? And so I realized that as I was rebuilding myself and my business, that my coaching could focus on helping other entrepreneurs like me create a work-life balance in their life that they're successful and yet they have no freedom Uh, no town time, no time to even have like an unscheduled coffee break in their lives. And then they end up like heading towards burnout. And I didn't want them to get there because when I was burning out, there were no resources for entrepreneur burnout online. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to help other entrepreneurs like myself realize that you can have work-life balance and you don't have to be in startup mode all the time with your business, especially if you're successful and you've, you've figured out the finances then let's shift that. Let's make it look different so you can actually enjoy the success you've created. I love that. And, and, you know, and I don't know about you, but with COVID, I have found that it's really difficult for many of us to turn work off because for those of us that perhaps used to, or were accustomed to going into offices and, 
you know, you had the time during your commute to just sort of relax and unwind or get geared up for your work day. But now with so many folks working from home, um, you know, they, it's just difficult to turn it on and off. You're just moving from meeting to meeting to meeting, it feels like at times. And so have you found that sort of this whole burnout is something that more and more people are experiencing with the the pandemic? Because it's not only the pandemic, it's the health crisis. But on top of that, it's also just the way in which we approach work differently now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I listened to a podcast and the gentleman was talking about how on meetings we're going to do all these meetings and then at the end of it we're all like, yeah, okay, cool. And then we have to touch base and be like, what did we actually agree to? Like, I don't even know. What were we talking about? Yes. Yes. And so I find that there's, we're trying to create this same office environment at home and it, it, it isn't working. And so anyone who's worked remote for a while before the pandemic knows that there's some really important boundaries that you have to set up um, when working from home. And now all of a sudden, everybody else is being challenged with that as well. Whether you're now working from home or whether you have other people that you're working with or you're by yourself, whatever that looks like. One of the biggest places where we forget to have boundaries is email. Mm. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about that. What, how can we change that? Where, what are some things that folks should do in terms of establishing boundaries specific to email? So at the end of your day, knowing when your day ends is also really important. So if you know, okay, cool, I want to have my day end at approximately this time, five, six, whatever that looks like for you, Mm -hmm. then great. So having emails that hit your phone after that, you can get an app like that will quiet, make your Gmail quiet. I think it's called quiet for Gmail. It will say, okay, your emails won't hit your phone until the next day. So if you're checking it at night, you won't see anything new. If there's something, and so when I was a marketer, and I still have some marketing clients, if there's a client emergency or something like that, you might need to know about that um, if something is posted, etc. So an easy way for you to communicate with your clients that maybe have something that could be an emergency is in the subject line, right, emergency. Mm-hmm. So if you are like, okay, cool, I'm not going to check my email from when I get done at 6 to 9, I'm only going to check it once or whatever that boundary is for you. Mm -hmm. And then when you skim it and you see that, oh, emergency or urgent or whatever's in the subject line, then you know to check that one. But everything else, you wouldn't check. If you can use an app that will keep it so that you're not checking it at night, then that's awesome. Some of us can, some of us can't. But that's a really simple way to have a boundary that says, I need downtime and that's okay. And it needs to be away from work so I can actually replenish, re-energize and have a brain break physically so that then tomorrow I can go back and handle all of these challenges and concerns and whatever that is. Yeah. And I, I so appreciate that. And the reality is sometimes that's easier said than done. <laughs> right? We are all oh so well intentioned. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but it's just one. Let me just it's one less thing I'll have to do tomorrow if I can just take care of it today. And so I just need to check it off my to do list. And I think so much of that may be rooted in 
I don't know if it's like FOMO, fear of missing out, as much as it is just like this desire to always be in control, maybe, or maybe it's a combination of the two. But how much, like, how would you say we need to like say no to things in order to be able to say yes to ourselves? Like, what does that even look like these days? Oh, I love that. Thank you for asking me that question. It's perfect because when you're checking your email at eight at night, what the next time that that happens, I want to encourage you to think about what am I giving up? What time am I giving up? Mm, So when I say yes to checking my email, there's, I'm saying no to me time, free Mm -hmm. time, downtime, self-care time, family time, whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to judge yourself for it. But when there's this hidden no that a lot of times we forget about when we say yes to going to that networking event or going and opening another email or going um, and doing something for someone else because we're trying to do all the things and be on top of it and be in control, like you said, and fear of missing out, right? That's why we go to that extra networking event. Mm -hmm. But when you say yes to that, you're saying no to being able to go home and decompress earlier or being able to take time away from your screen or be able to make dinner, make food, whatever that looks like for you. But that that downtime, that free time, we sacrifice it so frequently. And it can be an email that's five minutes and it could be something that then all of a sudden you've spent 30 minutes. Mm. Social media is really easy to fill that gap with, right? When we're like, I don't really know exactly what to do. You're right. And if someone who's done social media marketing and like use that, of course, um, there's a part where it's like when you're trying to fill that gap, the next time you reach for that, if you take the little icon and it's not on the very first screen of your phone, but it's like farther deeper in your phone or you make it so that you don't have the shortcut, on yeah. the top screens, right? You have to actually go into it or you have to log out of your account. Mm-hmm. So then you have to log in. The act of logging in will help your brain be like, why am I doing this? Do I want to do this? Is this intentional? If it's intentional, great. If you're doing it because you're avoiding something else or because you're like, I'm not busy right now and I need to be busy, then it might be something that you want to consider that action and behavior mm. and shift it. Part of it is, is that so much of what we're giving time and attention to is that way by design, if that makes sense. So like, (laughs) so like even when we think about social media, right, we're not going to win that get like, I find that many of us, you just have to either draw the line in the sand to just say, you know what, I'm deleting it from my phone. I'm deleting because they design it to entice us. Um, And so if you aren't the type of person where you have the strength, the will (laughs) to just (laughs) not engage, it's really like everything that you're saying, like I'm sure there are people who are like rolling their eyes at you right now as they listen because they're like, (laughs) yeah, whatever, Nicole, not in my world, not having it. Like, and it's just, but, but I love how, you know, sort of we're, we're anchoring on this theme of we have to say no to something to say yes to something else. So something that's better for our higher good, for our better good, for our own mental wellness. But again, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier said than done. Absolutely. Which is why we get into 
um, those times when you're like, I'll just get on Facebook to check this one update because my sister posted a picture. And 30 minutes later, and your little app on your phone that times how much time you have left says you only have like 10 minutes left. And you're like, how did that happen? Right. I've been sucked into a vortex. Right. And as Or you're like, stop judging me. Stop judging me. Right? <laughs> I've totally used that. Absolutely. Yes. And paid for people's clicks and been like, great, I want as many eyeballs on this as I can. And I use certain techniques in order to do that. Yeah. So the point is to put some hurdles. If you want to have that boundary and you want to slowly shift it, then putting some hurdles into making it super easy to just tap on a button and go to Facebook are going to help you start to say, oh, am I doing this intentional? And I think that's where it starts. Do I want to do this? Great. If Facebook fills you up, awesome. If it doesn't and you're like, this is a time suck, then just try logging out. So next time when you go to it, it's not quite as easy and there's a bit of a hurdle. And then you have to go and figure out what your password is. Oh my gosh. And you have to like do all that stuff, <laughs> yes. right? Right? Which sucks. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe you don't log into Facebook that right. night. And then you're like, what do I do instead with my time? Mm-hmm. And you think that that was one of the scarier things when I was coming out of my burnout mm. is realizing what do I do with that time, that free time? Okay. Yes. I want downtime and free time and me time. Awesome. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, what do I do? Right. <laughs> <laughs> shifty eyes, shifty yes, eyes. Right. And oh so that's an opportunity to figure out what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. What are the things that in like 15 minutes you could fill yourself up with that give you energy, that put a smile on your face? Because sometimes when I tell people, do something that gives you energy, they look at me like I'm a weirdo. And like, what does that mean? So think about things that make you smile, mm. things that make you that like, if someone was to bring something to your work and you would be like, oh, I feel so special. So for me, that's cut flowers. I know they're going to die. Mm, it's only yes. $10, but whenever I buy them, cut roses, I love them. They make me smile so much. And just, it's great. It brings joy to my face and it's awesome. And that helps increase my energy and it makes it so that then I'm shifting out of how do I just fill this time that I'm here, this downtime that I don't know what to do with. Yeah, it's it's so funny. I used to not be a cut flower person. And then during the pandemic, all of a sudden it was like, I was like, oh my gosh. And I can't imagine now a week without fresh flowers in my house. And so it's so funny that we have share that similarity. It's lovely. It can be a coffee. It can be something that you could spend like 5 to $10 on. And if you think about that, what would it be? Then that's something that you can do to help fill up yourself and energize yourself instead of spending it on something that maybe is taking away your energy. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I know you talked about maybe better managing um, our time around where we're spending our time, whether it be social media, but are there other ways, like how can you add balance to your day in, let's say, like a 20-minute block? That So there's a really easy way. And this is one of the first things that I share with everyone that I work with. And I ask them, where do you eat lunch? Like where physically? Like what locate? Like, mm-hmm. well, where do you eat lunch? <laughs> I don't even want to tell mm-hmm. you right now where I eat lunch. <laughs> okay. I really don't. Okay. I, well, it's today, okay. today, I ate lunch at uh-huh. my desk in my home office. I worked while I ate my lunch. 
So most this you're you're normal. Yay, you're normal. Mo two thirds of people sit at their desk and eat lunch. Mm-hmm. And then most most the majority of those people, mm-hmm. like half of them I believe, mm-hmm. they um don't even like eat lunch at all. Mm. So they skip lunch and they keep working. And so then other ones will uh, eat lunch, not working, but they'll eat lunch at their desk. Mm -hmm. So the quickest way to add balance to your life is to take 20 minutes for lunch away from your desk. Whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. um, I don't care whether like whatever you're eating, what time it is, just step away from your desk to give yourself a physical break Mm -hmm. and a mental break. And then in 20 minutes, so then you're taking a break on top of you're also feeding yourself. And if you need to fill up that time because you're like, I already ate and it was really quick, you can go outside. That will help give you a mental break and a physical break. Nature always helps with that. Sunshine, vitamin D, all those things. But it's it doesn't have to be super long. It can be 20 minutes. And when you're at home, it's so important to have some boundaries around the place where you work versus the place where you eat versus the place where you're prepping your food. Mm-hmm. Some of us don't have the luxury to have maybe necessarily have tons of space in between those places if you're working on like an island or right. a kitchen counter or something like that still. Mm-hmm. But you can still step away from the device you're working on. And that's also how to add some balance is that if possible, the device you do your work on during the day, try not to use that same device at night because then it feels like you're still working. Mm. If you're using the same laptop, if you're using the same whatever it is that you're using to work. So adding balance in your day can be as simple as a 20 minute lunch break just away from your desk. Wow. Well, thank you for that. And hopefully we'll all start taking you up on that because, yeah, truth be told, sometimes I'm actually while uh, eating while I'm in a meeting at my desk during lunchtime. So just because it's, you know, we're squeezing so many different things in at one time with just the way that it feels like we're constantly working with COVID. So it feels like the workday is very long. I am going to take everything that you shared to heart. I am going to create more boundaries. And I hope that our listeners will as well, because we certainly want to avoid burnout at all costs. And so for those folks who are tuning in and hearing about you for the first time and have an interest in circling back with you, because I know you also have a webinar that you've either launched or you're in the process of launching, Escape the Entrepreneur Treadmill. Like what are the best ways for folks to, if they're interested in just tapping into your brilliance, what's the best way for them to connect with you? So they can go to my website. It's myintuitioncoach.com because I believe that when we burn out, we stop listening to our needs, our Mm. intuition. And on there, you can um, get my free guide on three business habits that can save you from burnout and really simple habits that that I shared that you can apply to your business right away and help build some more balance into where you're currently at. Awesome. Nicole, thank you so much for just sharing your wisdom with us um, today. And thank you for the work that you do. Kudos to you. And um, just thank you again for your time. Thank you, Kelly. I really enjoyed talking to you. It was great.
It's the Boost Podcast. The Boost Podcast serves an energetic community of business leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals who are growth-minded. If you, your business, or organization would like to share your service, product, or expertise with the Boost Podcast community, contact Kelly Leonard. Email kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Again, that's kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. 